people paying money to see me in a 20 by 20 ring. Again, wrestling fans, and thank you for joining us for another edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew. I am your host for the evening, alongside, as always, the big man himself, Joe. Hey, yo. And we are post-WrestleMania weekend. I had to throw the whole weekend in there so we know that this is not just a WrestleMania episode. Uh, we're going to talk everything that, that we saw uh, last week at last weekend or this past weekend for WrestleMania weekend, uh, it was it was so action packed that we haven't gotten around to watching everything yet. Uh, you know what? And I I dare people, I dare someone to come out and tell me they watched everything, especially uh, everything that was available through streaming this year. It was it's crazy how much is how much is there. I I want to say if I if I had to guess, obviously double digits in the terms of hours, but it's oh, got to be yeah, like close to. Out. 20 or 30 hours of programming yeah <laughs> yeah you're talking a whole days more than a day's worth yeah I, I tell you what if anybody says that this weekend was was crap and you had nothing to watch you're yeah you're yeah. fucking lying <laughs> you're full of shit I don't know why you're listening to a wrestling podcast because obviously you don't like wrestling though we do encourage you to continue to listen anyway <laughs> uh, uh yeah you know it, it was there was so much going on uh, there's so much I still haven't watched and such a such a great time for wrestling fans and, and uh, so we said that mentioned this in our Wrestlemania hype episode that this was one of those weekends where if you are trying to get into wrestling or you're trying to get back into wrestling and you want to broaden your horizons a little bit more than the WWE, this was the perfect weekend to do it because everybody was putting on a show. Everybody Absolutely. everybody that was anybody. And, and and keep in mind, there's still a ton of, of great promotions that didn't participate this weekend. For a good mass chunk of what's out there, they they definitely put put themselves out there to put on a show. And they, yeah, there was it was just it was show after show after show after show. Unbelievable. Unbelievable weekend. I, I, I definitely applaud everybody that participated that past weekend absolutely I, I think the biggest the biggest independent presence out there minus the ring of honor obviously was the wwn i mean all the yeah. shows that fell under their banner that was a lot of fucking programming a lot of streams they definitely came out and represented also probably the the most eclectic mix of of stuff without a doubt yeah for sure uh, and again if if you were striving to find something either getting you back into watching wrestling or you're bored and wanted to try something new this was the weekend to do it and and, and I'm, I'm not saying that opportunity is over no I mean, yeah you know you can still find those streams available in certain places but um, for more information on that just hit up our our wrestlemania episodes uh, on those web pages for for each of those respective episodes there's all the information you need so yeah as far as as the wwn i mean when once it gets released it's it's out there forever whether it's via the website whether it's via fight tv who they're affiliated with yeah they i made the purchase i made i bought the big purchase where i bought all all nine shows nine shows N- nine, nine shows I mean, they're, each one is at least two hours long, if not longer. And I got <laughs> through three and a half. Um, 
<laughs> I did both Evolve shows. I did the WWN Super Show, Mercury Rising, and I did about half of the Matt Riddle Bloodsport. And, and just think about it. You have you have Evolve, which is a, a quick, very fast-paced, growing indie promotion in itself. You have the WWN Super Show, which is kind of like a combination of everything that WWN puts together and then you have this Matt Riddle's blood sport which is knockout tap out event which is extremely unique. But then the other stuff that you get with that package, you got Shimmer 100, which is all-female wrestling. You got the... I Help me with the, with the name here. I'm forgetting, drawing a blank. But the, the men versus women. Oh, Beyond Wrestling. Beyond Wrestling. There you go. Beyond Wrestling um, was on there. And and I, I made a promise to your wife that I was going to mention this. You got Kaiju Big Battle. which <laughs> For those of you who are not familiar... Kaiju wrestling is essentially uh, wrestling with mascots and or giant uh, foam monsters. <laughs> so, again, if, if you if you were looking for something different or something new to watch and you've never experienced any of the things we just talked about, all that information can be found over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WrestleMania. All the information is still up there for all the streams. I don't know what exactly Fight TV is still offering whether it's I don't know if they're still offering the, the whole package deal or just individual but they're all available on Fight TV the ones yeah. we just talked about so and once you get them they're, they're yours to keep it's, yeah they're, it's it's a unlimited replay that's why when we're talking to you right now I, I have no concern about yeah, not getting through them cause, yeah eventually we'll get around and, yeah. and watch them all for sure I'll get, I'll get to them all and it's it didn't stop there I mean uh, Impact Wrestling did a super show with Lucha Underground you had the the 40th episode or 40th edition of uh, House of House Hardcore. of Hardcore where they crowned the new champion. I mean, it's all, it just everything everything about that week. And I was extremely jealous of anybody that, that got a chance to be out there in New Orleans because it was a wrestling fan's paradise. And it's something that I hope to, to be a part of, whether it be next year or in future years. But just to, again, this is the perfect time to support wrestling right here. You have so many different entities that are at your fingertips. I mean, I love the world that we live in now where everybody's using the internet and how fast-paced everything is now as far as getting it out there it's great to promote it nobody has to be you can be a small-time industry but you don't have to be small-time in how you do business you can reach out to the masses that's a very good point and, and you know what you and i are doing it right now yes you know? we are <laughs> you know it's it's just it's it's the world that we live in and it's just i love i love you know we you and i just talked about it before the show one of my upcoming personal favorites uh indie promotions pcw ultra is i just found out that they're affiliated with amazon prime that's right folks and and we have that information for you too if if you head on over to uh 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash amazon go pick yourself up a prime membership even if it's just the trial you can cancel right away but we're telling you hey take advantage of those 30 free days go watch you some free pcw ultra shows and you want to know how legit this company is? The Great Muta, the Great Muta himself, last match in the United States was for PCW, PCW Ultra. Ultra. That was that's huge. You know, anybody, any any legit like old school wrestling fan will tell you, hey, maybe we should check these out. That's how I got into it. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know anything about it, and I saw I saw him on the show, and I was like, I'm gonna watch the show, and I'm, now I'm telling you about it. <laughs> like, hey, watch the <this> show. <laughs> I ended up buying that 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 pay per view and. 
and yeah, it was it was it was awesome. I loved it. Again, yeah, great time for wrestling. Anything stand out to you? What what was what was your top match that you saw that you got to see? Over the weekend? Over the weekend. You know what? Both Matt and I attended C2E2, which is a a, a gigantic comic book and entertainment expo uh, here in Chicago. So during the day, we were pretty much booked, but uh, the, our nights were booked with wrestling and, and other stuff. So like we had a pretty busy weekend. But him and I made sure we sat down and watched at least the last half of Matt Riddle's Bloodsport because we found out that Minority Suzuki ended up being a last-minute uh, replacement for low-key for low-key yep. apparently low-key either didn't want to do business or is le- is was legitimately injured at least that's what they said on the uh, the broadcast the commentators are very skeptical on his injury yeah they didn't know whether he he just chickened out or he was legitimately hurt but they said something to do with his neck was the issue either way quite honestly i'm glad it went that way because <laughs> i would to no, win-win don't get me wrong you know i'm i, I don't mind watching me some low-key but uh, if I can have Minoru Suzuki just show up here in the states and do a spot, no matter no matter what he's what he's doing, hell yeah, let's do it. And yeah. so we got to see Minoru Suzuki go one on one against Matt Riddle in a in a tap out knockout match. And I gotta tell you, it was it was everything you you wanted it to be. It was phenomenal. That that was by far one of the one of the many highlights over the weekend. Uh, again, I got I was telling you earlier before we started recording, I got reintroduced to uh, kaiju wrestling and just how crazy and ridiculous that is. I love every bit of it. It's great. I love the way the commentators progress the story as you're watching it, which is something a little bit different uh, compared to you know sports entertainment and and just pro wrestling in general. Yeah, it, it was a. It was a fucking awesome weekend, you know. And we sat through WrestleMania. You and I watched WrestleMania with yeah. with Mister Wrestling Six in tow. So you know there was a lot of a lot of stuff being watched, a lot of stuff going on. I am yet to watch both of the Evolve events all the way through. Uh, I watched some of it with you, and I, I watched bits and pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, <clears throat> Everything I wanted to see in in wrestling happened that weekend. So again, for people to sit there and say they didn't have much to watch, man, you're missing out yeah, on a whole bunch you, of shit. You don't you don't know what to look for then. I guess <laughs> it's all right there. For me, it, it, it goes it's, it stays with Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle versus Zack Saber Jr. at a at Evolve 102 was was my highlight of of the uh, of the weekend. It's that was something that I didn't know that they were going to do so early. They they hyped it up at Evolve 100 back in March. I thought we were going to sit on this for a little bit longer and they went ahead and did it. And it makes sense why they did it this weekend. It totally does with everything that we're talking about. And Matt Riddle was obviously a busy man this past weekend. Uh, he he put on a hell of a show with Zack Sabre Jr. This was the third time that these two have been at it together. little fun fact, you don't see this very often in, in not this was a, a series per se, keeping score, but in this type of, you know, this is the rubber match, if you will. Both had ended previously by submission, and it was like, okay, well, who's going to get over this time? And now we got a title on the line as well. So, man, those two had such great chemistry in the ring. It was bittersweet for me, the, the, the results. I don't know if it's okay if I spoil it for you or not. Go ahead. Okay. All right. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Not not the best weekend for Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> he loses both of his singles titles <laughs> this past 
the, over, over the WrestleMania week, and he's still tag champion with uh, Suzuki uh, in RPW. But um, yeah, Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle evolved champion, and just uh, he's he's been riding with that company for quite some time. He was uh, when Johnny Gargano left, Mr. Wrestling, or sorry, Johnny freaking wrestling, yeah, Johnny wrestling. Yeah, he um, he was all about Matt Riddle. Cause he left around around the time Matt Riddle was starting to get hot, and he's gonna say you're gonna be. He's, he told him this is gonna be the future of this company one day, and 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 sure sure enough he is. And I I don't know. I, I'm not saying Zack Saber Jr. is done with Evolve, but I think he's kind of he's done everything he could for that company. And trust me, it's a lot. Um, it was a great time, great moment for him to pass the torch. And I love how they do the Evolve Championship. I don't know if you know this, but when the Evolve Champion loses, but whether you're face or or heel, it is tradition to take that title and personally hand it to the new champion. Um, something you don't see really in any 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 promotion. Yeah, that's a rarity. Yeah, I think it's a really cool. It's just for the Evolve title. I don't I don't think they do it for the tag titles. For the Evolve title because it's it's you're the face of the company now. And and for Saber to do that, it was it was really cool. I'm glad that they they did it that way. Um, and Matt Riddle had a, a he had a great title offense at the WWE Super Show against Will Ospreay. Yeah, I I can't speak enough on Evolve. Like you're going to hear me a lot talk about about it on the show evolve wrestling for me is what ring of honor was for so many in 2002 and 2003 it was you gotta watch this this stuff because this is the future of wrestling right here and i'm not saying ring of honor is bad by any means because that's still one of my favorite promotions it's an established promotion now I mean, they got they got their own uh, streaming service now for for all intents yeah, purposes. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, because <laughs> there's, there's something I got to say about that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Evolve Wrestling. It's do yourself a favor, check them out. Every time they do a show, if if you don't believe me, check them out. They they do uh, free Facebook matches every single show they do. At least the first two matches are free, and they don't they don't just put scrubs out there. It's legit guys that uh, are, are going at it. They're really trying to sell their product. So. Yeah, there's essentially there's no pre-show. You 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 essentially get the first two matches of whatever card they're doing for yeah, free for free. Face, yeah, through Facebook. So yeah, I mean it's it you can't. You can't beat free, so just just check it out. I mean, it's it's really good, really good wrestling. I'm I'm looking forward to the future for that company, and I'm hoping for for more events. I mean, they do they do two shows a month. I would like to see a little bit more in the future, but again, we're only we're, we're barely a hundred hundred shows in, so give them time. Because they're, they're going to take off. Definitely. Over the weekend, you got to see Evolve 102 and 103. For more information on Evolve Wrestling, you can catch all of that over with us through 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Evolve. Getting back to Ring of Honor here for a second. You know, you and I, we've been talking Bullet Club here and there. Yes. Yeah, I know it's not. I know it's not some of our favorite stuff going on right now. No. <laughs> I still, you know, I'm still keeping tabs on the storyline, whether it be through a YouTube uh, visit here or there, or actually watching the product. But you had you had the culmination of of what was supposed to be the end of this big infighting session between the guys. It was supposed to culminate here at Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor. Essentially, it was Cody versus Kenny Omega. 
Omega. They were supposed to duel it out, and this was supposed to be a one and done thing. Obviously, that's not the case, and there's there's some more <laughs> infighting about to happen or, or separation, however you want to look at it. But I couldn't help f- but for that to be one of one of my highlights over the weekend. It definitely kept me interested. But what I didn't like, and a lot of people didn't like, was Ring of Honor's Honor Club just <laughs> destroying and breaking the internet. The um, internet broke it. Yeah. <laughs> For those of you who, who aren't familiar with what went on, uh, Ring of Honor's Supercard of Honor was being shown through their Honor Club, um, but it was available to basically not just Honor Club members, but also the the like the lower tier yeah. membership, which was what nine ninety nine a month. You have you have three different tiers, and the only people that get the pay per views for free or are, are included in their package are the people that paid for the whole year. Um, everybody else. If you pay for the nine ninety nine, you get everything everything else, but you 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 only get a well, I don't say only you get a discount to the pay per views, but you don't get it for free. Supercard of Honor was the exception. Yeah, so you got to watch Supercard of Honor for free as a, as a special treat if you signed up for any one of those tiers. And then, if I'm not mistaken, it was also being broadcast through Fight TV, through Fight TV, and as well as regular pay per view. Yes, and regular pay per view. So you have all those different different streaming avenues to watch the card and guess what down goes the website down goes all the feeds no one could watch this fucking show <laughs> no. no matter how hard you try and believe me if 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 you were one of the very few that got to to witness more than the last three matches or three segments yeah congratulations because everybody else had to fucking wait until the replay and even then there was still a lot of uh, problems but tons of problems that night, yeah. So what they're saying, the official statement is there was a, a bug in one of the servers. So their official statement on why they had such a hard time with the stream was apparently there was a problem, uh, like a, a bug of some sort in the servers or in a server, and it, it caused the crashing of of the stream. If you're not familiar and you are an Honor Club member, there's actually a $40 gift certificate that they're giving you if you use a certain promo code. We'll throw that up on the website. I believe it's good through uh, the end of May, if I'm not mistaken. So you're getting 40 bucks to spend on whatever the hell you want, whether it be merch, or DVDs or pay-per-views in turn for this <laughs> this bad situation happening. Is is that you as an honor club member here, Matt? Is that a, is that a good enough payoff for you? Like, hey, we fucked up. Here's forty bucks. Or does it still piss you off to the to the point where forty dollars isn't just going to do it for you? You know, it's I'll, I'll definitely take it. That's for sure. Does it make up for what it did in Saturday Saturday night, uh, April seventh? No, it doesn't. It's a good. It's a general. It's a good offer. It's it's a good offer for their fuck up, but I tell you what, it's something that you definitely need to figure out soon because it's going to be a very expensive fuck up if uh, this is your way of of responding to these situations. You know, Honor Club is not very old. It's it's only a couple months old now at this point, and I know you. I mean, you were you were here with me and Miss <laughs> Wrestling Six. We we're trying to watch it, and and we'll talk about the NXT show uh, a little bit later here. 
But when it came down to NXT and Supercard of Honor, we were all in agreement that it was Supercard of Honor first. That was the show that we wanted to see. And really, it, it came as, as, as well with all the wrestling that was happening throughout the weekend. When it came to Saturday night, it was for every single wrestling fan that was watching wrestling. It was between NXT Takeover, New Orleans, or Supercard of Honor. And when you have a website that is not working, you you lose the battle. You completely lose the battle. <laughs> and that right there was the most intriguing one. Was they're going they're going head to head. Like what's who's going to win this one? Now that you have your own streaming service too, so you you're you're the same price. Even even if you just paid the nine ninety nine, you get it for free. Yeah, you're still getting it. So it's the same price. It's not like you have to pay more for it. And it was it was really going to be interesting to see who was going to win that battle. And WWE wins by a landslide because there was no competition. You know, you had to. Very, very. I know there's a very few amount of people that did get through before we did, and that's great. I'm, I'm glad they got to watch it, but that's that's not even close to being enough to to fix or to to compete with something like NXT Takeover. And it's just it's it's so unfortunate because this was a golden opportunity for them to put their product head to head with WWE product. And I don't care what you have to say. Well, it's NXT. It's not that not as big. Shut up! It is, and <laughs> and they failed. They they completely fell on their face, and it sucks because I was man, I was rooting for them. I was totally rooting for them. As far as me as a, as a customer, I was pissed off to no end because I pay all this money to I, I you know I I was I'm one of those that that pre-ordered for the whole year, so I threw down quite a bit of dough for this for the whole for everything and it's not the first time this has happened in their short existence and now here we are i have to worry every single time there's a pay-per-view that i can see because i won't be able to see them all live but now i have to worry about it and am i am i, am I even going to be able to watch it so the 40 dollars doesn't fix it for me because yeah i can get some cool merchandise which i fully intend on doing you know it's 43 bucks for 43 dollars but am i going to get what i actually paid for at some point is, is my concern. So you lost you you, you lost the, the Saturday night battle, the April seventh battle with NXT, and then you lost the peace of mind of your of your fans of your of your customers because now they have to worry if they're going to be able to enjoy your product when they want to enjoy it. That's what it's supposed to be about. If you're going to offer it live, then it needs to work live. If if you're going to just if you're just going to be a streaming service where we're going to put it on after the fact, then fine. You need to sell it as that. But don't sell me something that's live. And it have not worked. I can walk away saying I'm gonna I'll give them a little more time. But that being said, you know I'm an IT I'm an IT major. That's that's what I go to school for. I'm not an expert because I'm still a student. But when it comes to IT and we see it all the time, unfortunately, don't release something that isn't ready for to go live. <laughs> yeah. And it just seemed like they're not ready to go live. You're you're gonna give this thing away to to everybody, and then your servers blow up. Whether it be a bug or not, your servers weren't able to handle it is what it came down to it's plain and simple like don't don't give me this bug bull crap it's <laughs> because you know we saw it with wwe i don't know if you remember wrestlemania 30 that was one of the worst experiences of my life because i could barely watch it because it kept i had to, actually had to watch it on a one hour delay it was the only way i can get it to, to go and you know that was their first major pay-per-view that was their first pay-per-view you know so i can walk away from this saying hey you know what maybe they'll get it right eventually but you better get it right. I mean, you already got me for the year, but doesn't mean I'll stick around after that if, if you don't figure it out by That's then. true. It's very, very true. And I'm a loyal Ring of Honor fan. He is. <laughs> he must have sat here for, like, the first 40 minutes 
trying to to get it back up and running on our end just just to see something and after that it was like screw it we're just we're just gonna sit and and uh, enjoy NXT which hell of a card wasn't hard to do yeah it wasn't hard to do <laughs> it was a hell of a card uh, congratulations to Adam Cole on his his win of the inaugural uh, North American Championship congratulations baby <laughs> last night I made history. Adam Cole won a six-man ladder match to become the first ever NXT North American Champion. Today, I defended my title for the very first time against Akira Tozawa, and I walked out a winner. Battered, beaten, and bruised, I walked out a winner. Because Adam Cole, at 75%, is better than this entire roster at 100%. I have a promise for each and everybody in NXT, no, in all of WWE. This championship right here will be the most important championship in all of WWE. Why? Because this man holds it. They say the championship makes the man. Well, I say the man makes the championship. And I will continue. Undisputed Era will continue to run this place. And that's not a threat. That's not a promise. That is undisputed. That was a hell of a match. Oh my god! I, there was so many times where I just I thought someone was gonna die in that match. And also, congratulations to him for winning the or regaining the tag. Yeah, yeah retaining the yeah. tag team uh, titles, the NXT tag titles. That's that's got to be a piece of history there in, in in the way of titles for that company. I don't think anyone. Obviously, so far, no one else has done that, especially on the same night. Yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever competed in a ladder match and then, like, less than an hour later competes again. I mean, he's got the... Oh, yeah, I mean, he he did that part, but as far as retaining those tag titles, he can thank Roderick Strong for that one. Roderick Strong has made a decision when the Undisputed Era came to NXT. They gave Roderick Strong the chance to team with them. Well, now, fellas, it looks like he's taking it. Well... Strong, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly have a shared history. Roderick Strong making dubious history tonight. O'Reilly and Cole had no idea that this has happened. They can't believe what they've just seen. They are as shocked as the rest of us. Talk about a shot to the system. Wow. Oh, oh. Roderick Strong. Joined the undisputed era. I cannot believe what I have just seen. Roderick Strong has always desired to be a champion in NXT. Well, he's now affiliated for the championship faction in the Undisputed Era. I can't believe what went down in New Orleans tonight. Roderick Strong joins the Undisputed Era. Yeah, I, that that blew my mind when uh, when Roddy joined the Undisputed Era because I I didn't see that coming at all. No, no, I don't think anyone saw that coming. I know I didn't, and and you know here we are. We're seasoned wrestling fans, so they pulled it off. They pulled it off 
pretty immaculately. It was great. It was great. Great to watch. Yeah, that's that's one of those one of those times where you just it, it made you made you feel like made, I don't know. It made me feel young again. Where it's like, man, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know, there was no dirt sheet that spoiled it. Like, hey, Roddy might be joining the speeder. At least not one that I I saw. Yeah. So, and I try to stay away from it as much as possible, but it's so hard. <laughs> it is very you hard. Know, you know, I praise the internet, but I also have to like hate on it because it's it's also a way to spoil so many things. But yeah, going back to that last match you know we talked about it during our hype show it was such a great melting pot of talent there so many different t- you got your high flyers you got your wrestlers you got your powerhouses and every single one of them just meshed perfectly the, the stuff that they did with those ladders some of the bits they did was just i i cringed on so many different times that you know the killian dane taking adam cole and this jumping i believe it was ricochet and, <laughs> and he doesn't even do anything to adam cole like he just kind of like i'm just gonna hold on to you and jump on this guy yeah he, what he was supposed to do was uh, <laughs> some sort of a driver yeah. onto the onto the ladder that had Ricochet just laying there. And then, you know, that was at ringside. So he goes to do it, but he can't make the turn. He, he can't get Cole to turn that quickly. So he just kind of carries them, <laughs> and they fall on Ricochet and break the ladder. It, it was still amazing. Yeah. It was still so amazing. Yeah, there were so many great spots on and that. Like, that's, I think that's the what's missing at WrestleMania was when they took the ladder match out because it was just no matter no matter what as long as you pick the right guys it doesn't matter who wins the match really you you're going to have those 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 high spots that totally get the crowd going and it's so smart so much smart smart booking that you did it first i mean i know there's a, there's a part of it that has to do with Adam Cole having to compete again but regardless of that it's it's one of those things where it's like the best way you can get that crowd pumped for what's already going to be a great show now there's so much more pump and you know almost feeling exhausted a bit you know but then you're still you're you're so geared up and amped up that like whatever match coming on next will only fail if it's complete dog crap and <laughs> in this case you didn't have that because you went straight into Emory Moon versus Shayna Baszler. And in the rematch from NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, with Shayna Baszler and, and Ember Moon, it was it was such a great, it was such a good match. that And I'm so impressed with Shayna Baszler. I know she's been wrestling for quite some time, but I still look at her as an MMA re- fighter, although I'm not too familiar with her work. But she still had that MMA fighting style that I noticed. And it's like so quickly she's starting to, she, she not starting to, she has figured out what it takes to be a professional wrestler uh, in this business. And regardless of the call-up for Ember Moon or not, I'm totally for Shayna Baszler as champion now. I think she's going to be the ultimate heel champion down there. I don't think it's something that they've done with that title yet. Was, as far as the, the NXT women's title with the ultimate women's heel. I know Sasha Banks was that for a while, but... She, let's face facts. At that time, she wasn't what Shayna Baszler is. Like Shayna Baszler is just running through people. Very true. Very true. Uh, yeah, it, it is definitely a welcome change for me too. I can't wait to see. First of all, how long she holds on to the title, and who, who, and how they they decide to book these matches for her. It'll definitely bring a little more, uh, more of a, a realism, if you will, to that sports entertainment and to to that little brand. Uh, as you got the, you know. The mixed martial artist background in in Baszler. So yeah, it'll definitely be interesting uh, to see who they recruit in the in the next few months and, and 
year going on as uh, opponents for her. Absolutely. I, I think the sky's the limit for her. I think she's going to be champion for, for quite some time personally. The only match that we got to talk about is Alistair Black versus Andrade Cien Almas. Congratulations, Alistair Black, winning your first NXT Heavyweight Championship. Almas has thrown everything at Black. Famous interrupted hey, many times, and she tried to do it right there this time. You know what? I I hate to say it. I I really thought CN was going to pull it off, and they were yeah. gonna, and they were going to you know they were going to keep the title on them for at least one more go. But apparently that we had that one, or I had that one wrong. <laughs> I was pulling for Black the whole time. Like I, I think you and I are pretty much the same the same kind of fan for Alistair Black. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, and it was it was a phenomenal match. There, I I had Alistair Black winning this match. Although I will I will admit I would love to have seen him do it again for two reasons. One, it, it it's would have been an excuse to see, have another phenomenal match, and two, he it means he would have won the title in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> that that would have been awesome. That would have been awesome. And there's a there's still a possibility. Still, maybe it would all be as small that we might be in attendance. Maybe, maybe not. That's that's for another another episode. I I think here you you do if they decide to keep CN Almas in NXT as opposed to calling him up to Raw or SmackDown, I think probably he'll get a he'll get another title shot. He'll get a shot to regain that title. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the old cliche in wrestling is that you're old the title shot when you lose a lose a title anyway, especially in WWE. You look at, at Black versus versus Almas and you have the these two guys that have that rivalry type like in the ring rivalry. I'm not talking about storyline here, where it can go on for so long. You know very much a la Samoa Joe and Shinsuke Nakamura or Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. I'm just talking WWE or even NXT, I should say, right now. Like, it has that feel. And that's something that's kind of been missing since those three guys I mentioned have been called up. It's the lack of rivalries. I mean, when, when, Drew, when Drew McIntyre was the, uh, the NXT champion, I mean, I love him as champion, but he didn't have the rivalry that, that these two can have. I think part of that too was though he got hurt. Is that the best you can do? Oh my! Yeah, that's you know, true. I, that's I, fair. I think that I, I think that put a an unabrupted halt just stopped yeah. it right there. You know. You know, and then with 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 Almas and and Gargano, it was never about Almas and Gargano. It was always about Champa, and it was always about the, you know. The, the, I hate these angles. I really hate these angles because <laughs> they did the same thing with Sami Zayn. It was always about oh, it's he's not good enough to beat Almas. Well, come on. You know, <laughs> like you know, it's the same thing with what they did with Sami Zayn and Adrian Neville. Like, oh, he's not. There's no way he's gonna beat Adrian Neville. Then he beats Adrian Neville, and it's like, oh my god, let's throw a parade for him. Like, dude, he he's beaten him before. Like, chill out. 
know, and I know it's WWE talk, but you well, know, like, I, well, you on. know what? I know what they're. I appreciate what they're trying to do, and you know that is one way to get the situation over. But there's there's other ways to skin that cat and and be original, original, and as successful, if not more, than than what you have accomplished. So yeah, you know, I I just I I kind of hope that Amos doesn't get called up, and I have a, another reason for that that we'll discuss a little bit later here too. But the main reason is because we need we need rivalries every every wrestling show whether you're a wwe or ring of honor or evolve new japan you need rivalries and this is a really good rivalry right here two guys that have really good chemistry in that ring and i don't know i don't i think this might have been their first time doing it together but it looks like they've been doing this for a while you know in that <laughs> ring so i mean as far as against each other so excellent match it this is one of my highlights of, of the uh of the weekend for me and personally i love i love uh almas he's he started off like you know hey, he's okay i always liked his in-ring stuff but i didn't really care for the gimmick to me he's he's definitely grown to be one of my favorite wrestlers in that company but i'm a i'm an all our black guy through and through i was personally i was cheering for him all the way through for so many reasons he's he right there is the if 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 played right and again we're talking about wwe here so it's a big if yeah <laughs> but if if played right this this guy right here is the the next biggest thing that they have bigger than roman reigns bigger than brock lesnar which i shouldn't say that but against wwe you know <laughs> bigger than braun Strowman, everybody's favorite uh, meathead you're gonna get these hands. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> you know, bigger than all those guys. Again, if played right. If played right, absolutely. Then you got your main event that was speaking of Gargano and Champa. It was Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Champa, and what do they call those? Those unsanctioned. unsanctioned matches. Yeah, it's unsanctioned because Johnny Gargano doesn't have a contract technically going into that match. I, I love how the the moment that got brought up, it being unsanctioned. I the first thing I looked at was the referee's uniform. Yeah, and there's clearly an NXT logo on it. <laughs> like, come on now, you know. Yeah, it just it it, it stood out to me because he he just wasn't wearing stripes. I was like, did they change their their, their shirts? And I remember you saying like, no, that's just him plus pretty much being incognito. That he's, yeah. he's not <laughs> an NXT fan or a referee. That's like, all right, well maybe he should have wore like all black then or something, not a NXT. Polo. I mean, I mean it was all black, yeah. but he had he clearly a big yellow nxt logo coming down the one side so what you think of this match you know what i i'm a fan of johnny wrestling i'm a fan of champa i i waited just like everybody else for this to come to a head and i i got what i asked for was i was i completely okay with it i think there was a few spots where it could have been improved but okay it was still a hell of a match, and and what a way to to cap off that rivalry. Yeah, you know, we just talked about how the you know NXT lacks rivalries. This is one of those. This this is what they offered us, and it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. It wasn't my favorite rivalry out of NXT. No, probably not, but definitely it definitely kept my interest every time there was part of the angle that played out over the course of the past few months. I watched. I I you know I, I paid attention. So they got me. They got me to pay attention. They kept me in. in interested and intrigued and the way the match went down it was a very fitting ending you know johnny wrestling got his his revenge yeah and and he he did it splendidly i think what what hurt this rivalry is the fact that tommaso champa spent the majority of it injured and there's nothing you can do about that unfortunately 
Um, I think that's where this rivalry fails. For you know, me. That, that, that's the second injury we talked about concerning NXT over the course of the past few months. Yeah. I find that very interesting as Vince McMahon is always trying to water down these uh, anybody in his company, whether they, no matter what brand they work for, so that none of this shit happens. And look, it still happens. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> Don't say that because pretty much this is going to be like arm wrestling at this point. <laughs> Thumb wrestling yeah. you can't jump more than three inches off of yeah, the mat yeah <laughs> i'm in danger <laughs> they're, they're basically you're gonna be like just like greco-roman wrestling now like high school wrestling is what wwe's gonna become <laughs> i mean i'm not opposed to that i mean most of these guys the way they you know the way they can mat wrestle they, they'd be able to get away with it to an extent but yeah no yeah yeah no thank you <laughs> that, that's when I unsubscribe speaking of Vince McMahon we're watching Slamboree 98 and I believe this is the WCW Slamboree 98 in case you didn't know I believe this is the year that Eric Bischoff calls out yeah he, call, he calls out fight. yeah he calls out Vince McMahon to a fight and they you know they play it up like oh he's gonna show up we fully expect him to be here no He's not going to be there. It, it's it's a publicity stunt. It's to get you to watch. It's to get you to buy that pay-per-view. It was it was fun. It worked. It worked for them. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they made money from this this pay-per-view. I remember TNA did that once too with the uh It's an old wrestling trick. Yeah, you know, this is going to show up. I, like, well, you on. know, you're you're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, in this case it was Vince, but yeah, your competition is supposed to show up and Yeah. You know, back when when Macho Man's dad was running uh, his his promotion against Lawler's promotion in Memphis, you know there was there was always that there was always that coming from Macho Man's side of things. Like you know, we're calling you out. You guys can't hang with us. That's why you don't want to come to our show and wrestle us. All that shit. It, man, it goes back even way before that. Yeah, just a little classic wrestling angle there, and and it always pays off. It does. I I mean I I remember. I do remember this pay-per-view now because as, as DDP comes out, and I think he's fighting Raven, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is I believe this is the Bowery match. Bowery death match. Yeah, because I, I remember him climbing on top of that cage to start the the, the match. And keep in mind, I'm eight at this point, and I was looking for Vince McMahon to come. I bet you were. And, you know, that, it worked. Yeah. It, <laughs> hey, they they sold they sold me on it. I I definitely. Well, yeah, and it's not even an age thing because you had grown ass men. Like, is he gonna show? Yeah, you know, myself included. Yeah, it's like, hey, maybe you never know. The stranger things hey. have happened in professional wrestling. As I was using my cheer box, I'm like, man, they got my money. <laughs> 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 they they got me. So, but yeah, I I do remember this in, in bits and pieces, but. Uh, Going back to what I was going back on top, the topic here, uh, I get distracted easily, folks. That's that's my biggest problem. You know, it, one of these days, we're gonna have to release like some of the takes of me just like, oh, I just got distracted. There. Like, what's going? On? <laughs> I do this. I do this when I do homework. That's why it takes me all weekend to do homework because it's I get I put I put a TV in front of me and I can't pay attention. The the Champ Gargano match for me, it was it was really good. I enjoyed it. I was a little surprised that it got bump to the main event I, I can see why because again we, we 
We talked about rivalries. This is really the only one that had a rivalry, with, minus the exception of Ember Moon and Shayna Baszler, which that's become a pretty decent rivalry that came to an abrupt ending, I'm assuming, with Ember Moon's call-up to, to Raw, or at least to the main show. So I, I, I see, as far as storyline purposes, that this was more of the intense, heated, emotional match. With that being said, I don't think it was as good. I don't think it was the best match on the card by any means, but a very solid match altogether. I'm glad that this is one of those times where good prevails because, uh, you know, Johnny Gargano was kind of getting the shorter in the stick on so many of these ma- of these big matches where he, he was putting on these great performances, but then coming up short. And he, with him in that company, he's going to be plagued the same way that Sami Zayn's plagued, where he's always going to be that guy that's going to come up short. That's going to be his his gimmick. And I'm calling that one right now. And I hope I'm wrong about that. But that's going to be his gimmick to where it's like, oh, he can't win the big one. He can't be the, win the big one. So I'm glad when it comes to a big-time rivalry, as far as NXT is concerned, that he won the big one on this one. Title or no title, it doesn't matter to me. It was, uh, it's, it's great to see that the the good workers, not that Champ was not a good worker, but the good workers get a piece of the pie finally. They weren't gonna give. They weren't gonna give him the, the NXT title, and they're probably not gonna give him anything more than a tag or cruiserweight title in, in in the WWE as far as the main roster goes. At least he can say for this major rivalry that he had, he got the main event and win it. For hope, hopefully that means something to him because it, it should. Because I and again I'm hoping I'm wrong because you know go go little guys because I'm a little guy myself in comparison to most people out there and it's it's great to see that you know that's what i love about like evolve and ring of honor that you know size is really not a thing it is but it isn't and wwe it is you know the bigger you are the bigger push you're generally going to get so to see guys like him get the main event and get an actual victory it's good it's it's good booking it's it's good for for so many reasons and i'm just glad that he got the win well you know what else they did right with this booking was they they realized that you know this is a rivalry and it should come to a head and it should be the main event and they didn't put their heavyweight title match over this angle yeah, and you know what? Don't get me wrong. I am all for a, a you know a heavyweight title match being of the utmost importance. But let's face it, the way they were booking this thing, the way all the hype coming up to this, you definitely had more hype going into Gargano and Ciampa than you did uh, Black and Almas. Yeah. So it it only made sense from from that perspective that that's the way it should have been booked that Gargano and Ciampa get the main event that's something that the the two main main rosters uh, whoever is booking those shows they don't get they just don't it's a, it's a little taxing on me right now because you had you had every opportunity for the AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura match to be that standalone main event for whatever reason for me, it, it wasn't as interesting as I thought it was going to be. Even watered down, I knew going into it, it wasn't going to be what we saw at Wrestle Kingdom a few years ago. Yeah, no way. There's no way. There was no way. But I thought it would have been a little more special, and it wasn't. And so I would have, in this case, I would have been wrong. I would have been wrong in having that as the actual main event for WrestleMania. It, Like I said, it, it's taxing because you, you definitely have that star power. You, you definitely have the opportunity to take all that, that buildup and that hype and put it as the main event. And then they don't, and then it falls short anyway. So it kind of came back and bit me in the ass <laughs> the other the other part of that situation is you have Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns and this is something that on and off has been pushed and pushed aside I think just as equally over the past year for, for one reason or another 
multitude of reasons at this point and you have that going as the main event i gotta say i i'm i'm definitely interested in what you have to say about the match but really quick i have to say it was better than i expected you're talking brock versus roman brock versus roman okay him uh, him as in brock <laughs> him and his brock lesnar basically pounding open roman reigns's head with some some dastardly elbows there i don't know if that was part of the worked out angle or he just did that to be a dick because because he's done it before, so why not again? Either way, that that right there definitely struck a nerve with me. Like, wow, they're they're not only letting this happen, but it's at that point it's like, okay, this is much more than I expected this match to be. The only problem with this is you have you know now it has come to the point where you have another Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar match happening in Saudi Arabia now, yeah, and it's in a cage. And like, don't get me wrong, that's that's an, that's kind of like an old school way to book things. Everything in and anything and everything when it comes to a rivalry should end in a cage. That's cool to me as an as an from an old school perspective, but at the same time, I don't necessarily want to see these two wrestle again. I just don't. No. I barely wanted to see it this time, and although you guys surprised me, I hate to say it, I don't think you're going to be able to do it again. Cage or no cage. And, and the, I tell you what, even at this point, even if they have Roman win the title for sure this time, I I think it's I think it's too late. I think it's too late, and it doesn't work anymore. That that buildup was supposed to be it was supposed to was supposed to be Roman Reigns' WrestleMania moment. He's the one that takes down Lesnar for good, and Lesnar leaves. And now we don't get that. We don't get that as a WrestleMania moment. It'll be in Saudi Arabia if it happens. If it happens, yeah. And and yeah, it'll be it's you know, it's being billed as the greatest rumble ever just because they're adding twenty guys. But <laughs> but that I mean, don't get me wrong, the card's pretty decent at this point, but still I think they they all that momentum they built up just went to waste. The uh well first of all, that greatest rumble ever for me on paper is a much better card at WrestleMania. And that's just because it looks like they're putting more effort into the booking of of this show in Saudi Arabia than they did WrestleMania. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns was it better than I I thought it was? Eh, guess. Um, I'm not a fan of of guys, even if it was planned, of guys taking their elbow and bashing somebody open that way. I guess I'm old school. Where give me a razor blade, I'll do it myself. <laughs> um, it was. I remember you, you and I were watching this match, and we were just like, they gotta end it now because he's losing so much blood. It was bad. It was really bad. It was really uncomfortable to watch. I'm just like. Man, he's gonna pass out. He's so intense right well, yeah, now. Yeah, because you know, at one point, like if you know, he busts him open, and you can see it start to trickle, and then all of a sudden, it's just like he dipped himself in Kool Aid. Yeah, and we're like, holy shit! And then they went, and they what? You know, they wiped him down, they wiped it off, and it was it was like there was a fucking faucet on coming out <laughs> of his head. Yeah, it was it was really bad. It was really bad. It was a little uncomfortable to watch. Um, yeah, I, I thought he was gonna pass out. Yeah. You know, it's it's cool to see that kind of physicality still exist. I hate the double standard that we have in, in WWE where it's like, we can't be this physical, but we're going to be this physical when we choose to be. It's, uh, you know, whatever. Don't let everybody be that physical. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, Brock, Brock versus Roman, it, I, I, there's a part of me that thinks, like, maybe WWE thinks, like, they got one over on the fans because, like, you see, you thought you figured it out. We were going to just do this, and you thought we had Roman Reigns, and I was Brock Lesnar all along. 
I don't know what the fuck you're thinking, uh, re-signing this dude. Uh, supposedly it's a short-term deal. I hope it's no more than a few weeks so they can do that that stupid Rumble greatest one ever. And then that's it. He goes home. He goes, does his UFC match. Dana, D- Let him be Dana White problem. I'm, I'm tired of him being our problem. <laughs> uh, you know, it's... And then maybe, just maybe, that title can be restored. But speaking of which, I don't know if this is like a legit thing or, or like if this is a bad source or if... This is just WWE's logic, but I was telling you before the show that I had read that Brock Lesnar is going to be Universal Champion for the next little under little under 60 days now so he can beat CM Punk's record, which I don't have it in front of me, but I know it's for 400 days. When I first saw that, my response was, that makes no sense. CM Punk was never Universal Champion. And please don't be one of those people out there, because I've already dealt with them, that tell me that it's the same thing, because it's not. It's not. That title is a brand new title that has absolutely no lineage to it, the exception of four people, one of them being Goldberg, the other one being a Finn Balor one-day reign. It's not the same thing. We're, we're, not, talk- we're not talking about something that's been around for, for decades, like the WWE Championship. That's AJ Styles' title. What Brock Lesnar has is a brand new baby title that has no lineage and really has no prestige anymore because it doesn't ever get defended regularly so if this is a shot at cm punk i I mean i wouldn't be surprised because you know we as we saw with we saw a demolition they uh they're all about if we don't like you we gotta find somebody to break your record as if people are fucking keeping tracks of that at home why is that even a big deal and then he picked the worst people to do it too right (laughs) i mean i know there's some new day fans out there they're funny but they suck (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't I don't know I don't know what the deal is with you know keeping keeping records like that and, and you know surpassing it, none of this makes sense it, this this rumor because that's what it is at this yeah, point yeah it, it, I have no way to confirm it yeah this rumor and the speculation is probably the stupidest shit I've ever heard considering you know concerning this situation in particular so I'm gonna squash that right now I, I call super bullshit on that one has been debunked. <laughs> Uh, but we, going back to this situation, you know, we were talking about other speculation, and there there has been some stuff out there stating that as soon as Lesnar left to the back or got to the backstage area, he kind of threw a hissy fit for one reason or another. Some pe- some people are reporting it as he was unhappy with the crowd's response to the match. Other people are saying that he was pissed off at Vince McMahon. Either way, the story supposedly ends with him having some altercation with Vince McMahon in the back near the gorilla position, and he either throws the Universal title at Vince McMahon or he throws it just in general out of frustration. Either way, it seems like Shane McMahon got involved to kind of, you know, stand in between the two. I gotta, I gotta say, I don't know if if he goes back there and he's unhappy with the way the crowd responded. I really don't know what he expects at this point. I mean, is is he that, <laughs> like, is he that blinded by his ego that people are supposed to not chant boring and possibly throw beach balls in the audience? You're 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 trying to entertain a crowd of seventy thousand plus, and guess what? The way you're going about doing it over these past few months, no one's gonna be that fucking entertained. I mean, not you're you're not gonna be able to please the vast majority of those people. Let's face it, especially after they've been sitting there for so 
fucking long. Yeah, I think I think it kind of goes back to what I mentioned earlier about the the internet and being having this giant world of wrestling at your fingertips. You look at WrestleMania, and more so than than any other show that WWE puts on, is the most international audience of the year. What you have there is a is a combination of your traditional gullible sports entertainment fans that look at guys like Brock Lesnar as gods and then you have a, a, a pretty equal if not sometimes more uh, group of wrestling fans that are, are, are like us and want to see good wrestling so Wrestlemania has become that show where you know they go five hours now uh, just the main show we're not talking a pre-show here but they go five hours you know we talked on the show about Wrestle Kingdom and that being five plus hours and yeah, this this past one was a little almost six hours and when we watched it, we had the same reaction to it where it was, well, this sucks because now it's over. Like, it was that good. It was that good. WrestleMania is going to go five hours. Their way of, of keeping the audience entertained isn't by wrestling. It's by having a bunch of storylines. And I'm sorry, you save your storytelling for Raw and SmackDown. WrestleMania should be match, boom, match, boom, match, boom. I'm not saying don't have a little bit of stuff here and there, but what makes Wrestle Kingdom so great is... It's that it takes all of your stories that you've already told and you say, all right, here's the ending to each and every one of them. That's how you do pay-per-views. You don't do... Well, we're going to tell a little bit of story here. We're going to tell a little bit of story there. We're going to sprinkle a little bit of story dust here. Yeah, story time should be over at it's this done. point. It's done. That's it. Especially this year because you had 14 fucking matches to get through. 14 matches, yep. That's a that's a fucking stacked card, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, and so you had, you had 11 on the main show. So you have five hours to do 11 matches. That may seem like a long time. It's but, not. But it's not. <laughs> it's not in the, in the business, especially if you're, if you, they, which they didn't. You know, some of these matches are, are under quite a few of them are under 10 mat 10, 10 minutes and that's another way why they fail because you're not given enough time to the actual wrestling and then you know one of the and then one of the longest matches that takes place is the Lesnar versus Reigns match then that's when reality hits they're already tired because this is, this is the last show this is the last match it's you know it's past 10 o'clock over there now and and two it's your shittiest one of your shittiest matches on the card you know it's I mean it's it, it, it was better than I thought it was because they beat the shit out of each other in some areas but it wasn't like they they did enough to where it was so much so much back and forth i mean there was like a good three minutes where or more where it was just lesnar picking up reigns to f5 them for the 20th fucking time you know <laughs> so it was you have those fans that are that are like you and i where it's like dude this is go this is this is not this is not good this is not good at all you know and you know you're probably already disappointed by that aj styles nakamura match you know how lame that was for the most part it was okay but it was like this is our this is our dessert this i mean what, what if you're brock lesnar you know your ego i mean yeah you should first of all you're brock lesnar it's not like you actually care because you already you're already getting paid for it i don't know may, maybe his issue is that there's so much mixed uh reaction when he comes out because he gets he does get a huge pop for some reason and there's a ton of suplex city chance so i don't know maybe he thought that they actually like him i i don't know I don't know. I, it's hard. I'm with him, though, in that sense, because I don't know how to read WWE fans half the time. Well, you know what? 
going back and looking at exactly how they booked this show, I could tell you problem number one with this. In between your two main event matches, they sandwich in the tag team, the Raw Tag Team Championship match, where you have the bar going against Braun Strowman and a mystery partner, which ends up being uh, one of the referee's kids. Nicholas uh, Cohn, he's the, the referee is, I just had it here, John Cohn. I'm not too familiar. I only know two referee names in there. Yeah, so you have John Cohn's son get picked by Braun Strowman in this match to be his partner to win, possibly win at that point, the Raw Tag Team titles, in which they do. But you have that match sandwiched in between your two main events. Horrible fucking booking. Yes, yeah, terrible booking. Terrible booking. This match, if it, no matter the outcome, you shouldn't have it this deep in your card. There's just no way. So that that right there, you're killing you're killing all that momentum. You're taking whatever momentum was being held in uh, right after the Styles and Nakamura match. That all goes to shit because everybody's getting their popcorn match now. Go, yeah. you know, go use the bathroom. Go <laughs> go buy some popcorn. Do what you got to do. Come back and then get yourself ready for Lesnar and, and Reigns. Fuck that. You're this deep in the card. You should have had probably two popcorn matches before your two main events. Let's let's compare it to Wrestle Kingdom because. I've said it, and I'm, I'm on record saying this, and I haven't been proven wrong yet. Wrestle Kingdom is going to be the best show of 2018. I said that in 2017, okay? So... Yeah, we're in April, folks. <laughs> I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. This, this is how they do their last three matches. So they did Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Jay White for the Intercontinental title. Really good match. And then they said, okay, this is how we're going to end the show. We're going to do Omega versus Jericho. They're going to tear the house down. Just when you thought you had enough, you're tired from that match we're gonna go straight we're gonna now we're gonna the main event that wasn't the main event we're gonna go naito versus okada and it was boom 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 it was one of those things where it's like if you're watching live you call somebody else to come get you your popcorn because i ain't leaving this tv that's how you book that's how you book ladies and gentlemen and you know what if you if you by this point have been listening to this podcast and already don't at least have a free trial of new japan pro wrestling world please go take the time support the show do us both a favor so that you can sit here and listen to us bitch and 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 actually (laughs) and actually see what we're talking about because we know what we're talking about yeah 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash njpw. Go sign up. It's roughly eight or nine bucks a month in U.S. money. It's about nine bucks. It's about nine bucks. Yeah. It is well worth your nine dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. Without a doubt. That, that, they said that's, again, we're, and I compare it to Wrestle Kingdom because Wrestle Kingdom, for all intents and purposes, is the WrestleMania of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that's how you end your show. You don't go AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura and then you go Braun Strowman and some 10-year-old kid versus the bar in a tag match that lasted four minutes and then go Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. And and that has nothing to do with how I feel about Brock versus Roman. If that's your main event, then build it as your main event. But don't give me some... Is that what they used to do for for the women's matches before women's wrestling is what it is today and it's it was just like here here's a little bit of downtime no 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 no. you do downtime in the pre-show you do downtime at the very beginning if you have to you don't do it the last hour of your show you just don't do that you don't you don't take my attention away from it make me start giggling hey look at this lame kids he's gonna fight against the bar (laughs) 
that that whole thing is stupid as is. If you put it, let's say, in the beginning of the show or in the pre-show, that's where it belongs. I'm definitely more fine with it. I'm so not okay with the bar jobbing to a ten-year-old kid. I mean, I know technically it was, it was a handicap match, pretty much, but I'm not okay with the bar jobbing in that sense, especially at WrestleMania when they've been busting their asses all year and one of the best tag teams in WWE. My for for what we're talking about here, it's one of those things where this is another reason why they chant boring. You suck the life right out of that crowd. Why should they care anymore? Exactly. You know what? This this is just like going to the movies, folks. If you go to the movies and and you pace it like this year's WrestleMania, essentially towards the end of the movie, like the last 45 minutes of your movie, at least 35 of it is basically going to suck intentionally <laughs> so that you get up. <laughs> and go get more popcorn yeah. and something to drink and maybe take a piss or two. And then come back so that last, you know, 15 plus minutes is supposed to be the best part of the movie. I don't know the last time you went to the movies, Matt, but last time I went was a couple days ago. Me, my daughter, and my wife went to go see Ready Player One. Excellent movie. Kept me in my seat the entire time. I did not want to get up and, and go and go pee or, or what have you. Go get popcorn. I was I was intrigued the entire time. That's... that's that's how the pacing should be with, yeah. with any event, wh- whether it be you're watching a movie or you're watching guys wrestle. There should be no fucking pee time. No, there should be no popcorn match this late in the fucking car. No, no. I mean, it's like that with anything. It's whether you're reading a book or playing a video game. Like it's there should be no downtime at that point anymore. It's it's it should be climax, 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 end. End. That's that's. <laughs> I mean that's how I you know when I've I've done enough creative writing that's that's how I do my creative writing. This is starting to like like every time we go through a WWE card now it's it's kind of akin to like the stock market. Yeah, there's <laughs> just unexpected dives, unexpected trend downtrends. You know, I mean it, it's it's look I mean let's look at it here. I mean that tag match gets gets. The ma- he, they get the second to last match of the night when it could be on the pre-show and you could easily switch that with like Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali for the Cruiserweight title. I'm not saying put that in sandwich in between. I would have put the Braun Strowman match in the pre-show and put uh, the Cruiserweight tag match or the Cruiserweight title match back on the main show. Oh yeah, without doubt. You, but- you, you, already have, you already have the streaming service set up so if you already don't have the streaming service and you're, you know, you're going to get it... You you're at least signing up for your your free 30 days. So you already have WrestleMania for free. So how many fucking people are actually going to sit and watch the pre-show? Yeah. You know, so why would you want to put any, you know, why wouldn't you want to put anything but popcorn matches on there? Because essentially that's what they are. Yeah. There, you know, there's there's enough action to, to keep you vaguely interested until you, you get the, the meat, the main course. That's the way it should, should pace out. And again... If you don't know what we're talking about and, and you are curious, you can go get your free trial of the WWE Network over at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WWE Network. That's all one word. But yeah, you don't you don't pace it this way, folks. This is just bad, bad booking. Yeah, it's 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 de- it was definitely frustrating for me to watch that. What else stood out for you for WrestleMania? Anything else? Uh, you know what? Attention? I was I was really excited at the Charlotte Flair versus Asuka match. It sucked. Don't get me wrong. I know you're not the the biggest fan of streaks. Neither am I at this point. But yeah. 
it was part of the build up to this. Oh yeah. Uh, in, in and for me it was a small part because let's face it, I just wanted Oscar to win a title. Yeah. That was more important to me. So she lost, her streak is over. I'm glad that's out of the way cuz now there should be nothing stopping her from winning a title. Yeah. I think I think a rubber match is needed or I'm sorry, not a rubber match, a return match. Yeah. I think a return match is needed between uh Charlotte and Oscar. Yeah. And I, I hope it happens and I don't. I'm not gonna say I want it to happen quickly, but I'd say within the next two pay per views. Sure. You know, hopefully the second one, not the first. But yeah, that that was definitely one match on my radar that I was I was all for watching, and I did enjoy. I, I mean, I didn't necessarily like the outcome, but I did enjoy it. I was I was surprised by the outcome. I yeah, we 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 all thought it was a, a shoe in. Like Oscar yeah, was gonna win. Oscar was gonna win. You know, I'm, I always like to be surprised when it comes to wrestling. Um, you're right. I'm not a fan of. of streaks i just think it gets in the way uh and you covered all that when it came to to oscar versus versus charlotte just two things my my only gripe about the movie the the movie we're talking about (laughs) movies here (laughs) my only gripe about the match was that it only lasted a little over 13 minutes again this is one of those matches that could have been 20 30 minutes if you let them go unfortunately they didn't but you know for what they were given time wise it was a really solid match and i hope i get to see these two to uh in a match again soon enough i agree with you within two pay reviews though i have a prediction here i don't think we're going to see that ladies and gentlemen by the time that you listen to this it'll already have taken place but there is a superstar shake-up if you will happening this from this recording this coming monday and tuesday it'll already have taken place so i'm saying it here now that charlotte's getting moved to to, to raw i don't know if you know this but she's no longer the smackdown women's champion that was cashed in by carmella on tuesday title aside it doesn't matter the t- for me right now the title doesn't matter i just want them to have a rematch right yeah right i my point is they're not they're, i don't think they're gonna my prediction is they won't have it anytime soon they're gonna hold off on charlotte versus oscar because one of the two are probably gonna get moved to the other show that yeah that seems That's, reasonable and i hate to be the bearer of bad predictions here and i hope i'm wrong on that but I can see that's my thing is that they they probably won't won't happen because it because that, that's to them this is a money match and it, it is to me if you have money matches you shouldn't wait forever to do them Th- again that's that's a prediction and that could be wrong and I hope I'm wrong because I agree with you I want to see it sooner than later for me what really what really threw me off more so than the Charlotte breaking the streak was the fact that she made her tap now I don't know how you guys feel out there and I like to hear your opinion on this to me having somebody tap out means more than pinning them one two three and the reason why i say that and maybe this is the mma fan of me you know i grew up watching old school ufc that when you make and this is like the hoist gracie fan of me when you make somebody tap out it's them saying i give up i can't do this anymore instead of putting them in a predicament where they can't answer a three count which is a big deal if they have somebody on their own merits say i can't do it anymore i give up to me that's that speaks more more way so it's just a higher volume than than a pinfall and i was surprised that the first their first loss in wwe was a tap out i found that very interesting for me i don't know if you feel the same way i do i do especially to the champion yeah i mean because i mean don't get me wrong like you know they make a big deal about charlotte's you know figure eight you know i get that but it isn't something that she necessarily uses all the time to win matches so yeah it 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 did it definitely sticks out you're at wrestlemania you lose 
to her via tap out, and it's your first loss. Yeah, big deal. Yeah. Overall, I, you know, it still stood out to me as one of the top matches. Another one that stood out to me, the match itself was, you know, it was okay. It's disappointing here as I'm looking at the the time of all these matches. It's the longest match on here. The mixed tag match with Angle and Rousey versus H and, and Stephanie. The only thing I really want to say is that I have a little more hope for Ronda Rousey as a professional wrestler. I'll tell you what. You know, leading up to this episode, we've we've poked fun at, at Rousey. Yeah. You know, she was super awkward. If, if, if you don't know what we're talking about, go revisit one of our previous episodes. I'm episode sure, 2. Episode 2 for sure. <laughs> But yeah, I mean the 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 oversized Rowdy Piper coat <laughs> aside. Let's face it, leading up to this appearance, it's been choppy at best. Yeah, you know, and and that you know you 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 and I both had our gripes with her. You know, either she wasn't getting it uh, quick enough in the ring, or her mic skills were subpar. And I'm not asking her to be you know fucking super polished. Yeah. In this small amount of time, but she should have come across a little more ahead of the curve than she did leading up to WrestleMania. And then WrestleMania happens, and I was pleasantly surprised. I yeah. really didn't think she was going to pull all this off, and she did, and it was great. Probably one of the, the more entertaining spots out of the entire fucking WrestleMania here. And let me tell you, going into it, I didn't think that was going to be the case. Yeah, I looked at this match, and I know I was very vocal on this match. And, and, and saying if uh, you were a fan of this match going into this match, you were not a friend of mine. Is what I was saying. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, I don't, I don't feel that way anymore. I was, I was uh, proven wrong for sure. Ronda Rousey, she took her MMA background, her MMA and her uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu background, and took all that and combined it with very good spot wrestling. Was there some botchiness to it? Of course. And I expected that. Even if I was anticipating her to be great, I still expected that. Well, yeah, because you still have Stephanie McMahon in the ring. Yeah. Also, she's not not even a part-time wrestler. See, and that was my biggest gripe about this match, where you already have somebody who's not... Who's never wrestled a match before? And I'm not. I'm talking when I say wrestle match. I'm not talking about, you know, inside of a NXT ring with no crowd. You know, with a bunch of trainers guiding you along the way. I'm talking in front of a live audience, and you're going to do it at WrestleMania. And we've seen celebrity matches, and they never go well. They're always <laughs> shit matches. So here I am thinking, here we go, another shit match. And supposedly that wasn't their intention. So their their legit opponent for her is Stephanie McMahon. Of all the people, there was nobody else available. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I you know you, you have you have some of the highest pay, you have probably the highest paid writers in the business you can come up with something better than Stephanie McMahon Oh, because it's you know because it's Stephanie versus Triple H, Stephanie and Triple H versus Ronda Rousey, you know the, the authority. Screw all that. You put somebody in there who is fresh, who is new to the game. You got to put her in somebody in there that's experienced. Because what if it doesn't go well? Oh, I get it. The game because it's just, no. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. What if it doesn't? What, go What well? if it doesn't go well? What if, what if Ronda Rousey completely? Bombs out there. Well, then it'd be another fucking popcorn match, and we're lucky it didn't get stuck in between the quote-unquote main events. Yeah, I I was surprised <laughs> it was it was number seven out of fourteen on here. Um, yeah, it 
it was it was a pleasant surprise that she was good. You know, Triple H, how can he be good at this point when he's fighting against Kurt Angle, who should not be in this match? And I love Kurt Angle, but God, it was a scary Dude, to see him it, in that. It ring. is scary every time he steps in the ring, and even the smallest bump he takes, it's just like, oh my God, he's gonna die. Yeah, he's gonna get up from that. It's yeah, it's it wasn't good. So Triple H couldn't have a, a good WrestleMania match in that sense. And Stephanie McMahon, you know, she she did she did the job, I guess. It wasn't wasn't great, wasn't terrible. It, yeah. She didn't completely suck. She didn't completely suck. Yeah, that's that's about that's really all about you can say. There's, about there's that a match. Triple H joke in there somewhere. I'm not I'm, I'm not going <laughs> that way. <laughs> uh, speaking of Triple H, though, I, I have a request and, and and game. I'm hoping you you listen to the show. That'd be really cool. Please, for the love of God, come up with something new. If you're going to compete next year at WrestleMania 35, I don't want to see this lame-ass, I'm the authority versus some babyface guy. Like, can you can you do something different? Because you've been doing this fucking angle for, like, the past five years. <laughs> and I used to think, like, you were really good at telling stories, and apparently you're just really good at rereading the same story over and over again. <laughs> we're not your children. We don't want to hear the same story every single night. Give me something new. It's like a fucking little golden book now, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> it's the same thing. Enough, enough. John Cena versus Undertaker. What do you think of that? Well, you know, we going into this episode, we talked, we we talked about all the speculation about how Undertaker wasn't going to give him the time of day, and then when he did, or when he didn't, you know, and and. WrestleMania started. Yep, there you go. You know, Undertaker's not going to show. He's not going to do this. So yeah, they kind of played it up, and then he did show, and there was an actual match, of of course. And then the only thing I liked about it was that he got to bury John Cena. Yeah, that was fucking great. I'm all for John Cena losing, but having Undertaker come back just to kind of appease John Cena. Sorry, it's it, there's better ways for the Undertaker to show up at WrestleMania and and be relevant. And to me, this this wasn't one of them. Cause now what? Now yeah. g- guess what? He's already booked for for the the show in Saudi Arabia, the yeah. greatest rumble the ever. Greatest rumble ever. He's already booked. And uh, initially, it was going to be against Rusev in a casket match. For whatever reason, uh, the Undertaker's wife. Michelle McCool took some some uh, opposition against Rusev's words in a TMZ interview of all places. Fuck her. And and uh, coincidentally, and I say it that way because like right after, not only was he out of the match, but Rusev also took down any any linkage on his social media to WWE social media. Like he's super pissed, and I guess I would be too. I mean, because sure. this. This was going to be like a career match for him. Yeah. At this point. And and now what? He's I, I guess he's not even on the fucking show at this point. I mean, I'm sure that could change in the next couple of weeks, but I don't think he's wrestling anybody now. He's just out. They replaced him with Chris Jericho, which, okay, cool. It's you, random. It's, it's very random. Yeah. Chris Jericho versus Undertaker in a casket match. Do I want to see that? Not necessarily. Is it going to be good? It might. Probably, I mean, probably not. I mean, we we still I don't think we still have seen the extent of the Taker's new hip and what he can do. I mean, he looked pretty good at Mania for what it was, but that 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 remains to be seen. Time will only tell with that. But this whole John Cena calling out the Undertaker just to get him to to WrestleMania, horseshit, fucking horseshit. I remember I was I was surfing social media a little bit during this match and or right right around the time this match was about to take place, and Undertaker came out. <laughs> 
So many, uh, so many people were saying greatest rumble ever because it's the Undertaker, and I was like, man, you guys are so easy. You guys are so easy <laughs> because how is I, I don't know. And I looked at it, I just, and this is gonna sound like a bad pun, but I just, I just saw Dead Man, you know. <laughs> he moved like one too. And I just, I just saw a guy that didn't want to be there, and I don't blame him. I don't blame him. I don't know. I don't know the extent of the conversation. I'm not the fly on the wall, and I don't have those kind of connections yet. Uh, <laughs> that that I can say, oh, this is this is how it went down. But it just it just seems like every year now, Undertaker's just his his eyes just look like fuck. I gotta do this. Like, you know, and he's only working one day a year, but it's just like it—it's it, almost like please don't call me. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't know if it's like it's like a fucking scene from Baby Driver where he has to do this, like just <laughs> yeah. some kind of you're <laughs> you're done when I say you're done, you know, kind of thing. I don't know what's going on there, but it doesn't—it doesn't make any sense. You know, you build up this match that was never officially built up. If that makes any sense, and it, it only lasts two minutes and forty-five seconds, which is the best part of the match. <laughs> and it, it just—it was just like it was so stupid. It was just—it was a stupid moment that you have a guy that didn't want to be there. You had John Cena that could be doing anything else, and he has to have this Undertaker match that's completely pointless because it wasn't a real match. It was just—it was a job. It was a squash match. It was, which is you know it was great. Like you said, I agree. Anytime John Cena can get buried, pff, sign me up. I'll watch it. I guess, but <laughs> the the Undertaker just I love the Undertaker and and you know what I will say this for those people in New Orleans I can say I can agree with you in the sense that oh this is a great WrestleMania because I got to see the Undertaker. If you've never got a chance to see the Undertaker live, I do pity you because that is an experience. And I you know quick story here. I remember I only got to see Undertaker wrestle once live. That was at. Uh, Night of Champions, I want to say 2010. And he wrestled Kane for the World Heavyweight title that night. And I remember I'm there with my, who was my girlfriend at the time. She's not my wife. Mr. Wrestling 6 and my youngest sister, who became a wrestling fan because of me. She, it was her first time seeing The Undertaker too. And having him, when he came out, there was a guy who was a little bit taller than her that was standing right in front of her. So I grabbed her and put her in front of me so she could see better. And our arms touched. And her arm was just, it was covered in goosebumps. And it was one of the coolest moments for me as her big brother and as a wrestling fan because that's the type of of feeling that the Undertaker, just him walking out of that ring, brings to people. Because my hair was standing up too. And it was a cool moment. So if you got to see it, whether you saw it many times or not, or it was your first time, for the people in New Orleans to see that, awesome. Awesome for you guys. For me, watching it in my, my home here in Chicago, it just... I, I just I, I got to see his eyes more and I just saw a guy that didn't want to be there. And maybe I'm wrong about that, but I just that's what I saw. It reminds me of that old story of when the Macho Man was an announcer. He was doing his announcing gig for the WWF. He would he would like inevitably be called back to the ring, like, Hey, something happened with this guy or we need someone to fill in, can you do it? This you know, the story gets passed around and Macho always comes back more or less saying the same thing like call you're calling me back like i'm i'm the old guy and you're calling me back when you shouldn't have to i i kind of feel this is the same way that probably the undertaker probably feels yeah again i'm not him and i'm not in his head but use some common sense folks so what you're working one day a year but he he's made his money he should be able to 
pun intended, rest in peace. Yeah. He he should. He should be yeah. able to be at home with his wife and his kid. Yeah. And and do that. Just be Mark. Just be Mark, yes. Yeah. And here it's like, fuck, I gotta get up and do this one more time. Yeah. And, you know, possibly fucking re injure myself. At the he's getting up, you know, he's he's not he's not the spry young chicken he once was. Did you see him walk across the top rope? Yeah. He almost fucking fell that last bit. Yeah. And it's like, he didn't go that far either. He didn't go that far either. And yeah. Asking him to do that shit, you know, months after a fucking hip surgery. Like, you're asking for fucking trouble. Yeah, just, just, just for what? Because it's WrestleMania and he's synonymous John, yeah, with WrestleMania. Cause John, yeah, because John Cena don't have shit else better to do. You know, put him in a fucking battle royal or something. Why couldn't John Cena be Ronda Rousey's tag team partner? Wouldn't that make more sense? I Yeah. No. That, that way we don't have to worry about Kurt Angle <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. hurt either. Undertaker doesn't have to do anything. Kurt Angle can just be in a suit. Again, you you could you still had the opportunity to have both of them show up and do different shit that didn't involve matches, and it still would have been great. Yeah, I. It still would have made for a WrestleMania moment. I just I don't need to see him do it anymore. And, and he's Undertaker's one of my all time favorite wrestlers. He's, one of those guys that kept me watching wrestling for so many years because he was he was around. You know, for you it was it was the early nineties. For me, it was the early two thousands, right, especially right after WCW was bought by WWE and WWE just completely just went downhill. It was the Undertaker that was a huge part of that kept me around and kept me watching. He's such an important part of 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 my wrestling experience as well as many, and that's why people get excited to see him. If he doesn't show up for WrestleMania 35, will he be missed? Of course he will. But will it affect the show? Of course not. It shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, fuck. If you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, and and you know you're getting your 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 workers over and and things like that, then yeah, you you should have a. <laughs> That that's the ultimate goal. There is to be able for him to be able to go and retire and be be at peace with the rest of his life, and for them to put on a show where yeah, granted he's not there, but have it be fascinating enough to where you don't fucking realize it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, at some point you have to let that that character go. Speaking of letting characters go, all this pee talk. I gotta go take a whiz. So, we're gonna pause for the cause and pay some bills. Now's your popcorn match, folks. Get up, have some popcorn, take a piss. We'll be right back. This edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by Amazon. Get your Amazon Prime subscription today. You get unlimited music, unlimited ebooks, unlimited movies, and TV shows available through their Amazon Prime subscription, as well as free two day shipping on many products through Amazon.com, as well as in certain areas, one day shipping. So if you are an impatient person like me, you can get one day shipping. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, don't forget the uh, unlimited photo storage, too. I think that's pretty. Uh, oh, absolutely. I don't have anything on my photo storage as of yet. At least nothing I could share with the public. But Ooh. <laughs> it's photos of me and Kenny Omega. Are you jealous? I, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Tell them where to go. That's all I got to say. You can find more information on Amazon Prime subscriptions through us. And by doing so, you'll help us here at the show. You don't have to pay anything extra. You sign up for Amazon Prime through us. You get 30 days to try out Amazon Prime. You can cancel anytime. We still get the love from Amazon. Go ahead and check us out at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Amazon. And we're back, folks. Thanks for letting me... uh, Feel better? Feel, yeah, I do feel better. My eyes aren't <laughs> swimming anymore. <laughs> Hopefully we paid some more bills. And, uh, again, we always thank you for, for hanging in there listening to us 
uh, just about every week. We did take a week off, so we, you know, we were we were we were super busy. And speaking of super, uh, there's one thing before we finish with WrestleMania. There's definitely one super moment for me. Okay. Daniel Bryan coming back. He got his own episode the last time we actually uh, our last episode. He got yeah. his own episode. First of all, thank you for coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, second of all, sorry that you're stuck in this fucking company <laughs> and not elsewhere. Hopefully that changes in September. Yeah, if yeah, I mean, if, if come September, if he's still in this company, that's his choice. It is his choice. You're absolutely right. I know he's got a family to think about and all that, sure. but but damn it, man, I can dream, can I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, him coming back, you know, you have him. And Shane McMahon uh, going against Owens and Zayn. Again, was it cool to see him back in the ring? Of course it was. Under these circumstances for me, nah, it it, it had its own feel. And for me, it definitely wasn't a popcorn match, but... No, yeah. At the same time, I, I, I really do wish bigger and better things for him. And they already signed him up to be on the Greatest Rumble ever. Um, Did they now? Yeah, I, okay. uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's part of the, the Rumble. Okay, that makes sense. So I mean, you got you got to get fifty guys. Yeah, but fill it up. but shit, man. I mean, again, it's just like here you go. We you know we talked about this on 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 episode eight. Yeah, he's he you know like it like it or not. He's he's got he's only got so many matches in him. And so what? You're gonna waste okay, WrestleMania fine. It's WrestleMania. But now he's just gonna be in a fifty man fucking rumble just because they need a fucking body. That's oh true. man, that no, that's not the way to do it. That's not Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of, of him wasting the, the matches. Again, I don't know, I'm not his doctor, but I did compare it to an Eddie Murphy movie where <laughs> Thousand Words. Thousand words, there you go. So uh, he obviously doesn't have a thousand matches left. That's a lot of matches. He's got to be on limited time, borrowed time at this point. And you have to be careful with how you book him because you don't want his legacy to be uh, a bunch of just ridiculously scripted story matches. And which, in this case, as far as WrestleMania is concerned, that's exactly what it was. It was Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, Owen Zane. Stipulations were set if... if Brian and McMahon win, and uh, Owens and Zayn remain fired. If Owens and Zayn win, they get the jobs back. It's it's a really bad gimmick match right here. It was okay. The match was okay. I, I guess I I looked at it, it was like it was good, and I had to like watch it. I actually watched it a second time because I was blinded. I was blinded by the fact that Daniel Bryan was back. And, you know, as we talked about in the Daniel Bryan episode, just how big of a deal that is for both of us. Huge Daniel Bryan marks uh, you're listening to right now. So to have him back, it was it was great because here's somebody that came from back from a career-threatening injury, a potentially life-threatening injury, uh, and technically still is. Yeah. You know, <laughs> to have him back was great. The match itself was, was pretty subpar. It was a little disappointing because three out of four of those guys are really good wrestlers, and Shane McMahon is not bad in his own in his own right in some areas. I mean, he's not a great wrestler, but he's... He's better than his sister. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, he's, you know, we talk about the Young Bucks. People talk about the Young Bucks as spot monkeys. They're not. Shane McMahon's a spot monkey. That, that that's what he is. <laughs> yeah, that's a spot monkey for sure. Yeah, that that right there is what you would call a spot monkey. And so you got three wrestlers and a spot monkey. So it should it should have been a better match, and it wasn't. I guess the only thing I could take out of it was just cool to see Daniel Bryan back. Uh, the same building in which he he won those the the, the world title four years ago 
I mean, it was, you know, who to think after all these years, you know, he'd be back doing it again. Um, the circumstances being ideal or not, it was just good to see him back. And I, I, I agree with what you're saying about the greatest Rumble match or whatever it's called. Um, it makes sense to me to put him in there, why they're putting him in there. Uh, I never necessarily would would I wouldn't have necessarily booked him in that match myself. This is this is WWE that we're talking about, so uh, it was okay. It was like okay match. This is good to see him back, and uh, hopefully he gets more serious in ring work sooner than later. Agreed. But uh, you know, going looking at the rest of the the Rumble card, uh, I, I do want to point out the very awkward and uh, this is a little uh, mature rated here. But the very awkward boner that John Cena got when he got pinned—that was—that was really weird for me. I don't know if I didn't—I—I I, I didn't catch it live. No, I didn't catch it live either because <laughs> I try not to stare at John Cena. But it, yeah, it is out there true. on the on the internet. The, this this picture keeps floating around. There's multiple pictures actually, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what the deal was with with that. I mean, he does it kind of look like he just has like that bunched up, you know, jean crotch that. It could happen. Yeah. It could it could have been, but it also does look like he's genuinely excited that <laughs> the Undertaker's on top of him. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe uh, he gets gets off by people beating him that way. It's like here, you know, come on, give me the squash match. <laughs> he likes to be dominated. He likes to be. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what this what his bag is and and whether or not he had a stiffy, but it sure as hell looked like it. So yeah. Uh, real quick too. Uh, the the fatal four way didn't do a whole lot for me. The it was really cool to see the new day or sorry not new day the, the Usos finally get a WrestleMania match. Unfortunately, it was just a little under six minutes. You know those, those whether you like them or not, they they put in work for they sure. They do. They put in work. And uh, it was good to see them get it. They didn't win the match. They lost their titles in six you know, under six minutes. Uh, the, the triple threat match for the IC belt it was it was good for, for my opinion. I I, I didn't. Hate it. It was it was pretty solid uh, in ring work by I, I give Miz credit. He was pretty good in that match too. It was a good way to start off rest the main show. I think I I really don't have much gripes about that. I'm a Seth Rollins fan personally. I'm glad to see him become a Grand Slam champion. Nia Jax versus Alexa Bliss. I said it during our hype show. Not a fan of Nia Jax. She still needs work for me. And well, it didn't help too that uh, this match was originally on the pre-show. Yeah, and somehow got traded for the uh, cruiserweight title match. Yeah. So the cruiserweight title match got moved to the pre-show. Nia Jax and Alexa Bliss get moved not only to the main show, but damn near close to the to the main event. Yeah, like the final hour. So, so, I mean, is this more whining by Nia Jax? Did she did she call up uh, Cousin Rock and say, "Hey, they they're screwing me again"? You know, I mean, what I, is it? I, I hope that's not the case, but if it is, that's pretty fucking shitty. You know, I don't I don't like when crybabies like Nia Jax get her get their way. I don't like it. She's look, and and, and I, I get called I get called fat shaming because she's a girl and people are more sensitive this way. I'm not calling her fat. She it, it, I'm calling it what it is. She gets what she gets before before she was in the situation she was in because she's bigger than every all the other girls. The same reason Braun Strowman gets Everything he gets, because he's bigger than everybody else. He's stronger than everybody else. And that's the reason why she gets to be this entity. But the problem with those entities is that they, they have to realize fast that 
they're, they generally don't win championships. It doesn't happen. So when she was getting all these big matches and then losing, she had a problem with it. Well, that doesn't make any sense. It does make sense because you suck. Like, get better in the ring. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it comes down yeah, to. It has nothing to do with, with her weight. It has nothing to do that she's a woman. It has everything to do with her in-ring work. Yeah, you, you have you have a, so much more work to do. Your character's weak. Your in-ring ability is it's improving. I'm sorry, but you, you're still you're. St- well, I wouldn't want to say NXT because NXT is actually better than the main show, but <laughs> you're still developmental. And for you to walk out on the company because you don't like to be the way you're being booked, and then miraculously get a WrestleMania championship match, something fishy here. Something's definitely fishy here, and and maybe maybe Nia Jax doesn't become a champion if she's not an Anawai. Because she's an Anawai, I think this is the reason why she's in this match. Because she's an Anawai that Dwayne Johnson likes, this is the reason why she probably gets this match. She probably gets the WrestleMania main card, and then she probably gets the victory. It's not well-deserved. You know, if people say it's it's a feel-good story, it's anti-bullying and all that shit, whatever. That's fine. There's so many better angles you could have used for that. (laughs) It's stupid. It's a stupid way... To try to push somebody that is not ready for the main time, the the, the, the main show. And, and you know what? Now we're faced with the the task of her as women's champ, right? So <laughs> you're gonna have her as the Raw Women's Champion. Now, now we get to see. Now we get to see whether she can carry this title or not. Because guess what? The moment that she can't and they take it away from her, then what? Are we going to hear, oh, it's, I'm being treated unfairly because, you know, they're saying that my ratings are too low or things like that? Yeah, I, yeah what is it? Help me out, Rock. <laughs> <laughs> something's bound to come up. I, I agree with you on this one. I, I think there's something a little fishy, and again, only time will tell. It'll be interesting. The next couple months will be interesting with this one. If I'm if I'm at all correct about my prediction about Charlotte moving to Raw, let's not forget. I mean, let's assume here that Charlotte's going to go straight for that title. It's pretty safe to assume that. It's La- pretty safe to assume they're going to give it to her. Yeah. Well, last time that Charlotte Nia Jax got in the ring, she almost killed Charlotte twice. I don't know if you remember that. No, I do remember that. And that's what we're talking about, folks. You can't go into the ring and be fucking half-assed and sloppy. You're going to get someone hurt and prob- and, and possibly um, on, the, on the fucking injured list. Yeah. You, you, I mean, and no one wants that. You know, you look, at, you look at somebody, you know, real quick here. Great documentary. I don't know if you watched it over the week. The Andre the Giant HBO documentary. I have not yet. Okay. Uh, I won't, I mean, it's not really much to spoil. It's so much of his life that you, I'm sure you already know. The one thing that stands out that's relevant to what I'm talking about here. Again, we're talking about Nia Jax, who is bigger than, she's the biggest person, biggest woman on that roster currently. That's safe to say. You want to call that fat shaming? That's fine, but that those are facts. She's the biggest woman there. She's therefore she's going to be treated like a giant compared to them. I.e., yeah, Andre the Giant because that's what she is. That's what she is, and that's okay. That's 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 a thing in wrestling. It has been for many many years, many decades. Andre the Giant was his entire career never hurt anybody, and he took pride in that. And this is a big motherfucker that if you watch this documentary, you got to hear some interesting stuff about things he did to guys he didn't like. Oh, I know the stories. <laughs> but but he never hurt them. He to never the, hurt I mean, them. like, as far as injured them, I should say. He never injured them. Hurt? Yeah. Did he shit in his singlet and then sit on Bad News Brown's uh, <laughs> chest and face? Yes, yes, he did that. 
I see that's not on the documentary. You're hearing that here, folks. <laughs> that's, that's messed up. <laughs> oh man. But he never he injured never hurt anybody. Him. Yeah, he never injured anybody. And that's that's something that is, is so many wrestlers take take to heart. So many wrestlers take to heart. There's, you hear wrestlers who have hurt people. Oh, look at the Ultimate Warrior. Speaking of Andre the Giant, yeah. you know, for for a while there, they were programmed together, and the Warrior would come out night after night and basically fucking hurt Andre one way or another. Yeah, because he was working too stiff. Andre Andre refused to kind of stoop to that level, and he kept telling him like, you know. One of these nights, I'm telling you, you need to knock it <laughs> off. And then it happened, you know, and, and he, 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 you know, it, he didn't hurt him unintentionally. He hurt him on purpose, but it wasn't, it wasn't career threatening. It wasn't like that. He just basically stiff punched him. He was, he, uh, the, he was supposed to sell for the warrior. He was supposed to sell a move and he didn't. Instead, he put his fist out, and the warrior ran into it, <laughs> and fucking almost got knocked out from from it. You know, Pretty much, yeah, his own momentum. Uh, his own momentum, and after that, the warrior treated Andre a hell of a lot different. You know, it got him to slow his ass down, and uh, after that, he would he would bring him bottles of uh, a special French wine that Andre loved. And he would always greet him in the in the locker room. After that, he fucking respected what he had to say, and he he fucking knew his role in the ring. And you know, shit like that, whether you I can condone it or not, that happens in the business. <laughs> yeah, even today, it, it, it still happens. Stuff like that can happen. But again, when it comes, like, I, I always think of, I always tell the story of when Chris Benoit. Yes, we do use that name on this show, by the way. Uh, when he broke Sabu's neck, and I just remember hearing, the, I remember the story of this. He just kept calling Paul, and all Paul Heyman kept saying was like, "We're gonna do this angle. You're gonna be the crippler. We're gonna do this and that." And he's like, "I don't care, Paul. Like, is Sabu okay? Because it, it it haunted him that he he hurt, he broke his neck, and it wasn't even something he did. It was just a, it was a, it was a botched move that really Sabu screwed up on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because it was." Benoit in that ring, he 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 felt so guilty and so bad because he couldn't, he didn't protect them in the way that he thought he should have, and that's what so many good wrestlers, male and female, take to heart is what they do for those other people inside that ring. When you start seeing shit like that, and I'm not saying it's it's been a while since I've seen Nia Jax be that sloppy. If you're remotely close to that, you don't belong. You do not belong. You certainly don't belong as a champion. You're gonna hurt somebody. You, you know, as much you can be a Nia Jax all you want, but you hurt Charlotte Flair. You hurt money more than Nia Jax <laughs> I, I ever bring you, the I'll table. tell you what: if that happens and she fucking hurts her, she might not have a job very much yeah, longer. You yeah. know, I mean, and I'm not trying to wish bad shit on her, but more than likely that's what will happen. Yeah, for sure. That uh, I mean, WrestleMania 34, in in a nutshell, grade wise, you had a, you're a teacher here. <laughs> You gonna make me do this? <laughs> I'll make you do this. I um, I give it a C plus. C plus? Yeah, I give it a C plus. You're generous and more generous than I am. I, I didn't add the plus. <laughs> they got a they got a solid C. It was it was average. It wasn't the obviously it wasn't the best WrestleMania. It wasn't the worst. You and I we gotta do a worst best WrestleMania show soon here. Okay. But uh, because I say it's not the worst, I know some people say, well, what well, is the worst? You'll find out in that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But overall, it, that that's what highlighted or that's what ended the WrestleMania week. Um, there's so much that you and I still got to watch. 
I do want to give a shout out to uh, Sumi Sakai. We're going back to Ring of Honor. Yes, the, congratulations, Sumi. The inaugural Women of Honor champion that was on the main show. Yes. Thank you, Ring of Honor. You did Even though you, we couldn't watch it live, it happened. It happened. Uh, Sumi Sakai, who was, man, you talk about putting in work. She carried that division for so long. We came down to her and the gatekeeper, Kelly Klein. Kelly Klein was the favorite. She was my favorite to win it all. Mine too. Um, and I'm not disappointed at all that Sumi Sakai wins. Well deserved. She's uh, she's definitely the right person to be the first, the inaugural Women of Honor champion. Um, so many great matches. I still got we still got to watch here. The uh, of course you have the six man tag team ladder match. We got the Briscoes take, defending against Hiroshi Tanahashi and Jay Lethal in a dream match. Yeah, definitely got to check that out. Uh, we got to watch the ending of Silas Young Kenny King, <laughs> which was good for what we saw. Uh, for the most part, Don Castle he retains against Marty Skrull. Ring of Honor, we're not talking about you in detail because we didn't get to watch you. Fix your shit. That's the moral of the story here. Yeah, fix your shit. Uh, so much great stuff to watch. House of Hardcore again. You have the TNA, or excuse me, not TNA anymore. The, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> ooh, I said bad word. <laughs> the uh, Impact Wrestling versus Lucha Underground show. Tons of Evolve, tons of WWN stuff. It is not too late to check out any of the stuff. We we talk about it here. We have we still have it on our website for you to check it out. It's 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash WrestleMania. <coughs> so all of that is for the taking for you. So it's not too late to check it out. Check it out. Enjoy wrestling. As always, support professional wrestling of all kinds. Kaiju. Kaiju. Kaiju included. <laughs> so that will do it for this week. Again, we apologize for taking the break last week. We promise it was a well-needed rest for us. Definitely. We are, we are back. Thank you for supporting this show. Thank you, thank you. Until next time, we'll we will see, see you, you in the, the ring. ring. This edition of the 20 by 20 Ring Crew has been brought to you by Amazon. Get your Amazon Prime subscription today. You get unlimited music, unlimited ebooks, unlimited movies, and TV shows available through their Amazon Prime subscription, as well as free two-day shipping on many products through amazon.com as well as in certain areas one-day shipping so if you're an impatient person like me you can get one-day shipping is that right joe yeah don't forget the uh, unlimited photo storage too i think that's pretty cool. uh, oh absolutely i don't have anything on my photo storage as of yet at least nothing i could share with the public but Ooh. <laughs> it's photos of me and kenny omega are you jealous i i don't even <laughs> want to talk about it Tell them where to go. That's all I got to say. You can find more information on Amazon Prime subscriptions through us. And by doing so, you'll help us here at the show. You don't have to pay anything extra. You sign up for Amazon Prime through us. You get 30 days try out Amazon Prime. You can cancel anytime. We still get the love from Amazon. Go ahead and check us out at 20x20crew.com slash podcast slash Amazon.